0: Welcome back to Ghostly Talk. This is Scott L.
1: This is Amber. And we're talking about Waverly Hills Sanitarium. Yeah. You know, I hear people say sanitarium and sanatorium, and I think they're just interchangeable. Sanitarium. <laughs> <laughs> me, me,
0: me. All
1: of a sudden, Metallica ba-dum, sees us. Ba-dum, ba-dum,
0: ba-dum. <laughs> oh, yeah, dude, oh, Lars is just gonna pop <laughs> in the studio. He, I know.
1: You did a hey, p- listen, man,
0: you can't, you can't, you can't like, sing our song, man. You, you did yeah? bad karaoke you, on this show. Yeah, you can't, yeah, you no. that 13 listen people man, listen to. Listen, to. <laughs> listen, man, you just can't do that. Okay, man, you That's can't it. do that.
1: Why does he sound Jamaican?
0: That's how he sounds.
1: He sounds he's Jamaican. Just, I'm Lars Hawick. Yeah, no, you got your accents are horrible.
0: That's how, dude. Everybody out there, compare that. Let me know how I send it. Oh, my it. God. Okay. Let me yeah. know how my Lars yeah, my, my, yeah. Okay, please per-
1: take Scott's clip and then compare it to Lars and send it to us. Yeah. There oh, we go. my God. That'll be great. Anyway. We'll, uh, give, we'll
0: give you something free.
1: Tanya and Allie
0: are on the show tonight. What a weirdo thing happened with this. Um, we've been working with the wonderful people at Waverly Hills. Yeah. Uh, and... Uh, we, you know, we just, you know, usually we, usually we do, we make our arrangements for these things about a week before, just kind of get people on the ball. Well, and we mentioned
1: not. this well, when we start the show, like the interview with them, but like, we didn't realize we were going to be talking to two people we know and well, have, like, just well and haven't seen in forever. Like, oh, hey,
0: dude, check it out. And I told you, I'm like, Amber, Yeah, dear friends of ours. I thought we were going to be days.
1: talking about to someone else from Waverly. No, about- and, and it was,
0: I'm sure it would have been fine with them yep. too, but, but, um, we had an extra just wonderfulness of this discussion yeah. with Tanya and Allie Haynes tonight. So we got
1: a soft spot for this place.
0: We got a soft spot for and these people.
1: many listeners out there have probably been to Waverly Hills. Maybe you want to go there. Maybe you've had an experience there. Maybe you went there and had no experience there. But it's an awesome place totally devoted yeah. to kind of paranormal investigation people interested in it i think that's mostly their bread and butter yeah. people that are interested in that but then they also do offer just history, the, history, the history. Nerds. you can just get the history yeah. nerds and you can take a historical tour yeah. you don't have to hear about ghosts or anything like that mm-hmm. uh it's one of these buildings that is awesome that it's been saved mm-hmm. and as Allie pointed out on the show it's one of these things you can't destroy too easily because some no, of these it's, early it's buildings. Indestructible. Um, it's indestructible. Just what they were made out of. It was. It's so ex- be so expensive to tear them down. And this is at the. I think it's the highest point in Louisville. It is. Yeah. Yes. So it's just kind of kind of looms over the city. Yes. And it's it's really is cool. Um. I don't know what kind of architecture if it has a style or not, but. Well, I'll find a picture. We can find something. And send Uh, it, you know, post it up there. But I'm sure a ton of our listeners are familiar with what it looks like. Yeah. Uh, There's a few things going on. Before we get to that. There are a few little news things I want to alert our listeners to. Mm. One, my book is out. It's (gasps) available. What? It exists in the world. It's there. What's the name of the book, Amber? What's the name of it? Well, it's called Mysterious Michigan. And you can find it on Amazon. You can find it at Barnes and Noble. You can find it at your local independent bookseller.
0: Jeff Bezos will be Um, happy to sell you a copy of your book.
1: And I really do appreciate it when people order it directly through me. Yeah. Because then you kind of skip the corporation. And Jeff Bezos. Let's cut cut Jeff Bezos out of the (laughs) equation, please. Um, and I will give you cool holographic stickers and bookmarks and fun things as a uh, thank you for. Ordering I've been watching her pack
0: him. these things, and these are the most glorious packages I've ever seen. They're like shiny. Well, that's shiny because I have envelopes.
1: some, some of my packaging is even holographic. So. Yes. I Holographic like, envelopes, I like people. shiny things. Shiny I'm things. I'm running out of those, though. I think I only got three of those left.
0: So, yeah. Or get on, get on it, people, I right don't know. now. I have
1: a love-hate with buying stuff like that, because I know people just throw that stuff out. But it looks it's so, pretty so, it's so pretty when it goes through the mail. And anyway, the stickers are
0: gnarly, too. All, anyway, all your new stickers and stuff are really cool, yeah, also. Yeah, yeah.
1: So if you are a fellow Michigander or just someone that is interested in all weird wild you know, uh, if you're local we'll history. drive it. we'll
0: drive it to you if you are no. local, we'll, we'll just take it. we'll no. just drop it off on your front porch we no <laughs> i've done it before
1: uh anyway and so yeah i appreciate all the people that have bought copies already and um so far no one has terrorized it on reviews anywhere it which has is, been awesome know, to good. watch
0: this so congratulate i yeah. mean that amber congratulations yeah i'll be doing
1: out. some presentations and stuff so if you do live in michigan in west michigan and yeah. southeastern michigan you can head over to my website at ambrosehammond.com and you can find out where I'm going to be and I guess stalk me or something. <laughs> um, anyway, I do want to tell people too that our beloved Mothman Festival is this coming weekend. If you're listening to the show, this yeah. show is right now, we're recording this on the 13th. 13th, yeah. Uh, it is this weekend, September 17th through the 18th in Point Pleasant, West Virginia. And this is the. Shoot, I wrote that down. I think it was like, what year was it?
0: It's been a, it's is been it a like few.
1: Seventeen?
0: Hang on, we'll find out.
1: I don't know. It's, it's no, it can't be that, that many Hang years. On, I'm finding out right now. Anyway, I'm gonna keep talking while you find out. So that's happening. Head down there. That is a free event. You might have to pay for some parking somewhere, but that's about it. You can just walk up and down the streets, listen to lectures. There's all kinds of cool vendors. Uh, it's, it's always such it don't, a... It
0: don't say on the website. It doesn't it? say? No.
1: Oh, I thought it said somewhere no, like 13th
0: least. Annual. No, no. Oh. no.
1: yeah. It sucks. It's been going on for a while. And then also coming up, uh, you will find myself and Marnie, at my buddy Marnie, who's been on the show here and there. Uh got to bring her back. Michigan UFO Contact up in Houghton Lake. And this is a fantastic conference focused on UFOs and... Uh, It's just cool. I I have found myself enjoying the UFO con probably better than some of the paranormal cons I've been to in recent years because it's it's been cool
0: all the years that I've went. Well, been in the last. I don't know. The the
1: conversations a little more refreshing. A lot of the conferences, the paranormal conferences now have a lot of TV celebrities that are. It's been going on for years. I know that. So it's sometimes it's there's people that are. Just there to see those people, and I don't know. It's fine. It's fine if you're into. Want we'll to get shows their selfie and, and move on. And if if you're into that, that's fine. You can like the, that kind of show, but I I like to have like I don't know, be around the the weirdos that really want to like get deep in their conversation.
0: Yeah, um, and I know I've had a few conversations at that conference, too and there's some interesting, I mean,
1: thought-provoking people there, yeah, and probably. it's not super massive, so. We stay at the hotel. I think the hotel is probably booked, and they are getting low on ticket sales this year, which is great. They usually can offer like walk-ins at the door, and I over—I think I heard them on Facebook say that they might not be able to do that this year. So to get your tickets soon, mm-hmm. uh, it's it's a good time. And of course, one of the best speakers always is Mister John E. L. Tenney, the man that married us. Who's always—he's been a speaker there since day one. Well, this might be the fourth year they've done this, minus the the COVID blip year. Yeah. Anyway. It's a good time, so go if you can. If they still have tickets and you live in the area, um, or it's a drivable drive, there's other hotels in the area too. So yeah, if you happen to be there and you listen to the show, um, come find me. Maybe I'll have like a mysterious Michigan or my ghostly talk shirt on or something. So bring I'm, some
0: books up there.
1: Where am I supposed to sell them? Just like like a little hobo? Ba- like yeah, out of the back on of the, the car. deck, like on the lake.
0: Just tailgate out in the parking lot. I'll just get a, just little, I'll a little. I'll bring a little dinghy
1: and pull up to the in the water there on the side because the hotel's on the water. There you
0: go. Books. Very classy.
1: Come get your books. <laughs> <laughs> no. I don't want to. I, I mean, I might bring some with me in case I find someone that's like, oh, I want to buy your book. Okay, yeah. Well, yeah, then,
0: br- I would say bring a few and put them in the hotel room.
1: I could. I could. Some stickers. A, I'm a horrible PR person because I hate promoting myself. So it's just like, makes me want to puke even saying, like, my book's out. Like, oh, my book's out. Ugh. Like, you, you might like it. Whatever. Oh, my God. I know. Can we talk about
0: Tanya and Allie now? Let's talk
1: about Tanya and Allie. Tell us all
0: about Tanya and Allie. So, Tanya
1: and Allie Haynes. First, Tanya Haynes has worked with Waverly Hills for nearly 20 years. Her interest in the paranormal world started in her childhood, and since then, she's been involved with paranormal groups such as the Louisville Ghost Hunters Society. Currently, she serves as Waverly Hills Sanitarium's Director of Operations, where she manages events and tours and day-to-day operations. Allie Haynes has been involved with Waverly Hills Sanitarium in some capacity since 2003, helping the sanitarium. See, I'm see, I'm saying sanitarium, and actually, in, here it says sanatorium, but they, I think, I think it's interchangeable. I'm just saying that. Just, say,
0: that it like, just say it like James Hetfield every time.
1: Okay. Helping the sanitarium (laughs) with different roles throughout the years. She started as a volunteer, and since then, Allie has led tours and hosted events, served on the Waverly Hills Historical Society Board of Directors, and more. Allie has been interested in the paranormal ever since she was a child and has been searching for more experiences ever since. She currently serves as a human resources consultant for the Waverly Hills Historical Society's Board of Directors, the nonprofit organization that manages the sanitarium and its surrounding grounds. We had a really fun show talking about Waverly Hills with our two gals, Tanya and Allie. The hottest places to go to for any paranormal
0: investigator. It was hot, I'll tell you that. It
1: was very hot. And I have a story. We'll we'll tell the story.
0: Well, we'll have to do the 7-inch version. We can't do the double vinyl red edition LP version of that. But one of the
1: places everybody wanted to go to when it emerged on the paranormal market was Waverly Hills Sanitarium. And it was featured on Ghost Hunters. So I know anything that appeared on that show... Kind of turned
0: into a hotbed. Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah. Like everyone wanted to go there, everyone had to ghost hunt there. And then we became buddies with people that yeah, volunteered in, yeah. and were active at Waverly and invited us to come out and hang yeah, out. totally.
0: It was great. So we've
1: been there numerous times. And then we were contacted by Waverly to say, hey, can we come on the show and talk,
0: talk about some, talk some stuff? Talk
1: about Waverly and talk about how cool this place we're is. Like, well, yeah,
0: we haven't done that in a while. That yeah. sounds fantastic. And
1: then they send along who's going to talk to us. And we're like, what? It's Tanya and Allie.
0: Some of our dearest, oldest oh, friends that, we, that I'm embarrassed we haven't talked to in forever. And really bummed about. If that. you
1: are a long, long time old school listener of the show, you've probably heard the names Tanya and Allie come up in the past. They were always a regular at any of the conferences we went to, they oh, were yeah. in many of our photos. Um, doing wild and crazy fun, uh, paranormal stuff. And so they are back with us tonight to talk about Waverly Hills. Yes. And it's perfect for spooky season because we're in September. How did that
0: happen? We're piercing into October as we speak. Tanya and Allie, thank you guys so much. It's so good to talk to you guys again. I really mean that from the bottom of my heart. I'm really embarrassed it's been so long. But thanks and welcome to the show. So good to talk to you guys again.
2: Hey it's, hey, it's so good to, you know, connect with you guys again. When we got the list of podcasts, it was like, oh, my God, we know which one we're
3: doing. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we appreciate that. Thank you. Um, and again, it's been a little while since we talked. You guys have moved into some roles working at Waverly Hills. But, you know, and I've... Uh, Waverly Hills has a fascinating history. It really does. And I know we could spend an hour or two just going through the history and probably not even scratch the surface, right? But if we could, just to give some people because you know there's we're finding there's a lot of younger people. There's you know, we have this younger group of people that are kind of getting into the paranormal now. Mm-hmm. And I think one of the things that a lot of the younger people do, and I'm not, this isn't the <laughs> no get off my lawn conversation either, right? Um, but I think a lot of people just want to, they just want to dive right in. And I understand that too, because I wanted to kind of do that when I was younger also. But we all know sitting here in this meet, you know, in this, this discussion, that the history is a really important part. So I, I really want to stress that, you know, with Waverly Hills here. Can we talk about, you know, the significant history of, of Waverly Hills, uh, if, if you guys don't mind?
2: of course and you say significant so that's good because we yeah. could go all the way back to when it was you know owned by you know um a military man before it was ever um tb hill right yeah, yeah uh but so a significant history you know they first started out with um just plain old clapboard um schoolhouse type buildings um back in the early 1900s they only held about 50 beds apiece. You know they yeah. were desperate to you know try to curtail this tv uh pandemic that was happening and of course that wasn't enough you know that 50 beds that ain't going to do anything so you know that was in like 1910 1912 and so it was like okay we've got to do something bigger and better yeah so they all got together uh you know the scientists the doctors uh, the politicians if you can believe that what a mix that probably was <laughs> And, um, you know, they saved up some money, imagine that,
4: Mm. threw in some
2: tax money, and imagine that. And they built a 500-bed humongoloid monstrosity that now is like 187,000 square foot beauty that sits on the top of this hill. And, um, you know, grand details down to uh, the reason why they built the building, that the shape that it's in. Uh, to capture the air coming up the hill because they considered that a treatment yeah Uh, you know down to uh when you actually see the building in the daylight uh the all the floors that had patients um the where the floor meets the wall it's curved because it's easier to clean than a 90 degree angle Mm. i mean just the minor little details that they went to um to make it um easier, more efficient, and beautiful for the patients. That's what they concentrated on Mm -hmm. when they spent like $1.7 million on the place.
0: Which was just at the time, not to cut you off, but at the time was a gargantuan amount of money. And I want to stress this too. The one thing I've always, all my little reading and stuff I've listened to about Waverly Hills, state of the art this with this this, this facility and that's one of the things I here over this was considered <laughs> state of the art for the time which of course now it seems kind of funny but at the time yeah, right. <laughs> for, for this treatment it was absolutely state of the art
2: yes it certainly was and you know they it took them two only two years to build the place they broke ground in 1924 and they opened in 1926. Mm-hmm. so you're talking about the the heart of the great depression um you know so how they were able to come up with that much money i have no idea Um, people came from all over the place, uh, to come to Waverly because they were doing groundbreaking things there. Um, it was geared towards, uh, rest, relaxation. They wanted it to be beautiful. They wanted it to look, look like anything but a hospital. And, you know, I think they achieved that, uh, you know, and, and it was, it was flooded. It was constantly full. Very rarely were there empty beds in that place.
1: I don't know how much you know about the treatments that they gave early tuberculosis patients. I know we, had, we just mentioned having these open fresh verandas, air. the fresh air. Fresh air. Uh, but were, were any of the early treatments, if you know this, were any of them somewhat successful in at least alleviating tuberculosis symptoms?
2: Well, from what we know from history, um, the only thing that really alleviated or caused any relief at all um, would have been possibly surgeries, um, but those weren't even performed until you were, you know, close to last ditch effort. Mm. Um, you know, but in you know, all of the um, analysts and the people that crunch numbers, you know, all those people that are way smarter than me,
4: <laughs>
2: <laughs> they say that more people lived than died there, so they must have been doing something yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. You know.
3: Well, I. Sixty-one, they they, you know, found discover an antibiotic that successfully treated and cured TB. So yeah. that's
1: true. They
3: finally did find something.
1: Yeah, streptomycin. I know. Yeah. In I know. Nineteen forty-three.
0: One of the things I remember reading years ago was fresh air mm-hmm. and food. Yes. Yes. Feed but, the hell out of them.
1: Yeah, but that and food, yeah. food is kind of important in health for health in general. Because well, yeah, you know that's. I mean, there's all kinds of people that will say, oh, if you have cancer, don't eat sugar. Cancer thrives on sugar. You know, different mm-hmm. things like that. I mean, it's yeah. – we all know if you eat a ton of junk food, you're not doing yourself any, you know, service. But I mean, And
0: this and that's the thing I want to stress on and that too. Go ahead, Amy. I was
1: going to say – and I think tuberculosis could come and go with people because I know with some of the people I've researched here and there that have had it in the past. It seemed like they would have bouts where they'd have to go, you know, south during the winter – um, get that warm air, and they kind of just would struggle with it for years. So it was, mm-hmm. it so it could be a slow killer for a lot of people. It wasn't something that just came on. I also found it interesting that Louisville's location,
0: mm-hmm. being along
1: the Ohio River and having a lot of wetlands, was sort of like a breeding ground. Like just did it, kind of. I don't know if it, if you'd say a breeding ground or if it was just an area conducive <laughs> to it was a toxic
0: waste like, dump. You I see. Mean, it was, well, it was yeah, I think I mean, that's
1: probably right on. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, was that kind of environment did it generate tuberculosis or did it just not help it? it didn't
2: it didn't help it. it certainly contributed to it because you know we st- even have that problem now with just the flu it we don't get cold enough winters it it doesn't oh. it doesn't kill the germs. so okay. when even when other states tB rates were declining, are we were still third in the nation.
1: okay, oh, wow So okay that's scary that makes sense though um. with with winters and stuff like that how like you can actually that the cold weather sometimes we whine about it but it can kill off viruses mm-hmm. yep. Right? Yep. Well, huh. just,
0: just the lungs in general i mean I, when I'm, I'm far from a doctor i think any of us are here but um the cold, stark weather in general, it opens the lungs up. Also, Yeah, if you it's, have I, a nasty
1: I, cold and I go outside in the winter, you like just can breathe again. It opens you <laughs> up. So yeah. There,
0: yeah. there's something to me. And that's why I, it's going back to Waverly. That's one of the things. Another thing I remember reading about this to complement these ideas was that, yeah, there would be people. And I've seen these pictures where there'd be people in the middle of winter. With the windows yeah. wide open, cranked wide open, like with snow on them, Blankets there's on a snow room. on them, yeah. sitting on right. them, right? Um, that's my point. on that, you know, I think that's that's part, that was part of the treatment back then. Well, I mean, that's what I that's what I that's obviously what the treatment was.
3: Yeah, they'd pull them out on the solarium and leave them out there, and you know, in the cold because they felt that was a cure. You know, fresh air was the thing, no matter how cold it was.
2: Yeah. So yeah, if they could stand it at all, they had them outside. Yeah. And they left him out there for months. Oh my
1: Jeez. God! <laughs> Could you imagine feeling like crap, and then someone just <laughs> wheel you outside. outside? They wheel you out in the winter and just put
0: you in a bed. It's good for <laughs> you. you. Know?
2: And 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 when we talk about that, you know, we're actually standing in a solarium and we're giving people a tour, and we talk about that. And we're like, you know, you're you're not here from March to, to Thanksgiving, and people are like, their mouths at the floor, and we're like, well, yeah, but wait a minute, guys, you know, in the twenties and thirties, you know, even the forties, there was no such thing as air conditioning. Yeah. You know and there wasn't the greatest heat in the world either so yeah. if you're gonna be in this room in here sweating it off you might as well be out here on the porch sweating it off right. and all they have is little fans so you know it, they're really it wasn't a matter of being cool or not you yeah. know so yeah I and, to kind of put it in perspective
1: and being up here in michigan i forget that it probably doesn't you, do, you don't you probably don't get a lot of like negative 30 wind chills in louisville no, so not not
2: really. No, no,
1: we're we're good if we get below zero most of the time. Yeah, because no. that's kind of what I am going. My brain's going straight to like being Michigander. Like, oh no, yeah, Stark,
0: cold winters. Yeah. I want to step back a little bit with you guys if it's cool, Um because I know we've you know we've talked about this stuff over the years together, but I've never really asked you guys directly. You know what what's your background with Waverly? Really? like, you know, what got you, what, yeah. what attracted you to that structure? I mean, and I know we're going to get into the, the, the parent, we're going to talk about the supernatural stuff here in a couple of minutes, but really what pulled you guys into the structures or, or, you know, what attracted you to, to go work there and do the work you're doing now?
3: Uh, that's a funny question. <laughs> um, <laughs> we went up there actually with part of a ghost hunting group. Um, that's how we got started at Waverly.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, And of course, you know, um, I met Allie there and the attraction was, you know, we fell in love and we actually had got married up there.
0: Uh -uh. So (laughs) I remember that. I remember that. It was cool. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Um, And we're still together after 17 years. Wow! (laughs) So that was the attraction at first. Um, But the beauty of the building brought a lot to us it was it felt like home yeah um it was calm if you ever went up there and you was having a bad day and as soon as you stepped on the property it was just like relief you know it was like you look at the building and you're like oh my god and you just you would melt you know Mm -hmm. because we liked that the building the beauty of the building the the atmosphere Mm -hmm. and And of course you know us meeting there it just made it even more special for us Mm -hmm. yeah and it
2: was the same thing um we actually uh, both just happened to join the ghost hunting group at the same time it was complete fate absolutely no we met there and we started going uh you know we went on a tour there and we did a cleanup there and that Mm -hmm. kind of thing and um it was just um complete and utter compassion for that building and what went on there And we were immediately addicted Uh, and it didn't matter whether I didn't really care if it was haunted or not, to be honest with you. Um, And, you know, that's just a bonus (laughs) (laughs) because I'm a geek. I'm a ghost hunting geek. I can't help it. You know, so that's a total bonus for me. Um, But it's just the history and being able to uh, support that place and, you know, keep it from falling down. That's been my goal. And it still is, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, but the, the bonus is the fact of the permanent residence. So that's
0: cool, too. (laughs) That's one of the things I always stress on this show. And it's one of the things I, you know, over all these years, we've been studying this stuff and been a part of this community. Uh, We never had a place... We had some opportunities, I think, in the past, but they just didn't pan out, you know. Uh, right. They have a place like like Waverly like up here in Michigan, right, where like a place we could just do directed research, like where we'd have access to the place. We'd go to it weekly. We'd go to it weekly, right. The different times or yeah. try different things and I've always, have that consistency. Yeah. Ha- you know, right, you know, yeah. Because I think a lot of, you know, I mean, a lot of people from Waverly we've talked to, There's you know, because there's, there's a lot of people have done research there, they've had that access where they could go there weekly. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I don't want to call them results, but, but they would, they, they were catching, you know, how do you catching things. I mean, they were getting, they were getting things, anomalies. They were catching yeah. things on film, maybe getting mm-hmm. some audio, whatever it might be. Uh, again, I think it's a matter of, of uh, probabilities. If you spend more time somewhere, well, you're most likely, you're more likely to experience something, right? So. I'm jealous of you guys <laughs> based, on, <laughs> based on that. Uh, and, you know, but obviously it's, it's an emotional connection, too. Uh, and I, you know, I don't really get into this that much, but I, I say, you know, ghostly talk is the reason Amber and I met. Yep. And, you know, we're a married, we're an old married couple now, yep. too. We're cranky old, well, old people. Well, you guys
1: yeah. have been together for 17 years.
0: We've been together for 17 uh-huh.
1: years. We've been together for 17
0: years. Yeah. So it was right around the same time. Yeah, yeah. 2005. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I That's think cool, we, right? we all
3: met at the same time, so yeah. it was really cool. I
1: think we I think we <laughs> yeah. met. It was like around 2006 or no, it was
0: 2005. Right? Uh, we met. Yeah. And
1: no, 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 no. I'm talking Ali and Tanya. Oh,
0: I'm sorry. And yeah. it was,
1: we <laughs> were at uh, the the paranormal conference in Louisville, and yep. it might have been yeah 2006 yeah, yes. or yep. something. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yes. Mid-South, like, like the first year they did that. Or totally. Coming, yep. Yep. Yes, totally. yep. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. God, I was like so, only 26 years old. What's so we about?
0: lead, we, <laughs> we lead parallel lives, basically. That's <laughs> yeah. the point here. Yeah. So, yeah. So, but, you know, and going there myself to the end, you know, the other point of that too, is going there myself a handful of times. And I, it's another thing I tell people these days too. Um, and Allie, you kind of already, you know, alluded to this. Um I don't care if it's hard or not. I just love the building. It's
1: a cool building. Yeah. It's yes. Completely With awesome. With a fascinating building. history. Yeah. Um, And it is really cool to walk. Like when you go up that hill and it kind of emerges it's out of the woods. Yeah. It's yes. like, what?
3: Like, it you, never gets old, man. No, I bet not. It never not. gets old. Never. But look, at the, but look at what we're all saying. Yeah. And the year that she was built and she's still standing good and strong. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And she is beautiful today as she was ever. I mean, you walk through there and you can see the way the floors are and the structure of the building. I mean, it's just so amazing that they could build something that beautiful back then.
0: Well, and that's solid too. I mean, you—we you, yes. all done it. You just you smack your hand on the wall, and that's what fascinates me. Is just like Amber said, you walk up the hill and see this. Uh, yes, and. You know, I just think about the footprint of the building, you know, and I think about, you know, when it originally was cut into the earth and Mm -hmm. things like that. And, yeah, it's hard. It's sometimes hard to believe structures of that sort can just be that that be that strong and true still. But they are. They totally are because yeah. they were, they were built. Uh, the Whitney here in Detroit. Not to derail us too hard, but we talked. We there's a there's a historical building. and Amber knows more about this than me because she's the history history nerd here. Uh, but they, the Whitney down in Detroit. Amber, mm-hmm. we we you know we went down there for dinner one night and had some cocktails and we went and took the tour uh, around the building. And it's one a, of the it's one, an
1: old mansion. It's in an old mansion. Oh. Nice. Oh. This
0: thing was built. <clears throat> long and short of it, to the and the it leads right to the point of Waverly here. Uh, The guy giving us the tour basically said that the the original owner built the thing so redundant. He was so paranoid of the building burning down that instead of, you you know, building a wood frame and then, you know, building brick around the wood frame, he built Mm -hmm. all steel girders for the frame of the house. Mm -hmm. So literally today they thought they thought about tearing this building down decades ago. And the contractor demolition contractors came in and looked at it and said it will cost millions and millions to tear this down this thing is built virtually indestructible
1: with a granite on the outside
0: granite on the outside exactly
1: and they did waverly very very close to that yeah
0: yeah it's it's so you can't destroy it and that's yeah same thing with waverly there it's the same Mm -hmm. it's the same idea i think
2: oh yeah there's layer upon layer of non-burnable materials in that place
0: yeah. I mean, all you're going to burn out is just a little bit of wood that's in there. Go So yeah.
1: wh- yep. when do you guys think the paranormal activity started to come about where it got on people's radar? Like, how did how did people start going into that building and and doing paranormal investigation?
2: <laughs> well, there have been rumors um, of, you know, and, and, you know, a lot of it was urban legend because there was no true investigations happening since it shut down in 81,
4: Mm
2: -hmm. um, you know, and it went back to the state because no one could afford to own it. And it just became an abandoned building at that point. Mm -hmm. And so people would go in there and break in and, you know, it was like a rite of passage for everybody that lived in that part of town. Oh, I broke into Waverly, Mm, you know, and trespassed and caused damage and, you know, all of that stuff. And, you know, they would always come back with stories of, something or someone that ran them out of the building that was not human uh, because there was plenty of times there were no security guards or no you know anybody watching it and something ran me out of there and they'd have crazy stories and people like oh you know they're just scaring themselves or whatever you know and yeah um you know but then when it got cleaned up and got open for tours we found out that it wasn't just stories
3: Well, and during the, some of the security people up there, they would have stories and during some of the cleanups that we did, you know, things would happen and you couldn't explain it. And you're like, "Mm, okay, you know, let's see if we can recreate this. And you couldn't. So, you know, it's amazing uh, the stories that you hear from people.
1: What were the common stories people were experiencing in the beginning?
2: Well, um, most of the time it was, um, you know, oh, doors slamming, uh, even though most of the doors in that place are non- non-functional,
0: mm-hmm.
2: um, you know, because they're warped uh, because of rain and,
0: you know, yeah, and the weather, the weather weathering, and what weathering, yeah. Yeah.
2: And, uh, but interestingly enough, and I've seen this happen today, um, doors that do not shut will just magically uh, just glide shut without a sound when they are shutting by themselves and then they slam which is very interesting uh, but you know slamming doors um, sounds like people talking at the at the end of the hall and you get down there and there's nobody there mm. uh, lights in rooms when there is zero electricity you know things that you just uh, can't explain.
1: Are there st- I know when you go in there's that there's that meeting room like that has electricity and AC and bathrooms yeah. and all yeah. that. The main, the main yeah, the second
2: there. floor has yeah. been—I um, don't—I don't, I don't want to say commercialized, but it's made—it's been made to be comfortable. as like a like a landing pad for yeah,
4: yeah. Um, tours and investigations yeah.
2: and, and things of that nature, so you can warm up or cool off based on the you know the. The weather outside but once you go past the doors that's it you're <laughs> in
1: the weather so the, the majority of the place is still pretty open i know is there windows now in the whole thing or the,
3: um they've come in and put um temporary windows in okay um like they would do when they're doing construction on a hospital
4: mm-hmm.
3: they're made of a sturdy plastic and you can um zip them and unzip them to get air to come through okay Um, because they have to do when they put anything in it has to be um, historical okay correct and so they put these temporary windows in to prevent water right um, coming in we're trying to protect the building from any damage of weather as much as possible
2: and there are some glass windows on the the back side of the building Um, they're not permanent um, but they're they're serving a purpose right now so
0: they're what they're serving a purpose oh they're serving i thought you said there was apartments there it's something oh what really holy crap Boy, i'd live there if they let
2: me that's bohemian (laughs) that's
0: really bohemian wow well you know the
1: the asylum up in northern michigan uh, this was one of the uh, few remaining asylums left in michigan but that was another building that was just Multiple buildings, well constructed, yeah. and now those are turned into condos and office oh, use Come and on. restaurants. Dude. And I always, shine. I always think like, man, if I ever just want a stupid amount of money and I could just blow it on dumb stuff, I'd be like, I'm gonna go get a condo there. Like that would be my northern home. <laughs> yeah. At like, and we can be like, guys, let's do research at my place this weekend, <laughs> right? Let's just go hang out. Let's see what happens.
3: Yeah. Right. See if we can go to sleep. Yeah. <laughs>
0: So you know, I mean, I'll go. Out, I'll come on and say it. I mean, I know there's been a lot of coverage on on Waverly Hills. It is considered to be one of the most haunted places in America, as far you know, as far as one of the. I mean, this large scale building like it is. Um, I do want to talk about this for a minute though with you guys. Uh, the The why's of that, I guess. I mean, I know it's. I, I could probably go on and on, but I'm just curious. I, I and I have my ideas. I'm just curious to see if they line up with your guys' ideas of why there's been so many occurrences. There's been so many anomalous things that have happened in this building. Why do you guys think that, that you know all these things have happened around there from a supernatural standpoint?
2: Okay, I have my personal opinions um, because that's really all they are. You know, we don't have proof of anything because we're not on the other side, right?
0: Well, Tanya, I just want to let you know you are in a safe space. You're, you're fine. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Thank you. You're allowed to have your personal
0: opinion here.
3: I know. I know it's tough. I know. <laughs>
0: Go ahead. I'm sorry. I didn't mean, to interrupt you. Go ahead.
3: That's okay. That's okay. So,
2: um, you know, okay. So you've got two main groups of uh, patients that were there, right? So you've got the Waverly patients that were there for the a good majority of the time from like 20, 1926 to 1961. Mm-hmm. Right. Waverly's main goal was to uh, help people not saying nothing bad ever happened during those years. Um, but their, their drive and their purpose was to help and heal people.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: And then you've got, uh, and they had lots and lots of death. There's no doubt about it. There was tragic, there was trauma and there was death.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: And then you've got, um, the Woodhaven side of things uh, they were in for 20 years and there was lots and lots of negative press, at least, you know, you can read horrible stories about things that happened there. I I'm sure there was not all bad. I'm sure there was some good,
4: mm-hmm. uh,
2: but there was a lot of, of energy from that as well. So you've got many, 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 many years of energy just being bled basically into the walls and the floors of this building. Um, I just cannot imagine that much energy being dumped into one space and not have some kind of haunting. I, I just can't see that it's possible. And, you know, uh, for those people that believe in um, the, um, the possibility of crystals that can hold energy or conduct energy or what have you,
4: yeah.
2: um, every floor in the building has ports in it. Ah. So that's another part of my personal opinion. Package, <laughs> you know. I think that has something to do with it. I, I, I can't really tie it all together, but um, you know, I don't know.
1: Yeah, I, I buy into that that stone tape theory that well, it's like sponge. We call yeah, it that, back in the that, day. Yeah. Like <laughs> natural yeah. materials can absorb, yeah. um, it, people, human emotion, energy, and I think when someone walks in at the right time, everyone's mm-hmm. brains are different. Everyone, I think, has can be on a different frequency. But if if you or someone that can just tune into that all of a sudden at that moment I swear that's how people can like hear things from the past suddenly a conversation experience yeah. a sudden emotion that someone left behind within that energy that's there because of that absorption if that's even a thing I mean I want it to be so bad cuz I think that's such a cool theory well, yeah. and yeah like we just said the quartz quartz is in quartz. electronics it's, it's a,
0: well yeah yes. it's a sponge. I mean it's
1: is it a conductor in electronics what is it what's its purpose I
2: just I don't know I don't does, know does about all any that any stuff
0: of us know <laughs> it's well it would be it would be where you know and again i this is i could be totally off on this but just off the top of my head use it in dials so it'll be some type of potentiometer which is so, what? W- a volume knob uh tuner on a radio <laughs> stuff like right. that i mean things okay. like that i have to look that up that's quartz like quartz yeah. tuners and stuff like that you have <laughs> so i mean it's, it is used in electronics like we can we can all agree on that yeah. um the one yeah. thing I was thinking of, though, too, with with Waverly Hills is, um, you know, and it's something I've been talking about with other people, too, is just psychically charging an environment. And, yeah. Uh, I think you guys know where I'm going with this. Yeah. Like, yeah. especially over many years, you and, and, you know, Allie, you said, you know, emotion. Right. And I think that's the key to a lot of this. I mean, all these years, we've, we've all been looking at this stuff. It, it all has seemed to have fallen into this. You got an environment. You have a highly emotional situation, maybe a quick situation, or maybe something over many years, right? Mm-hmm. Like the case of Waverly Hills. So you have all these things happening. I mean, look, people that have tuberculosis, as far as I know, they're not having the best day, right? So, right. So, right, definitely so, not. Like, yeah, there's some emotion right there frustration, anger, fear, mm-hmm. fear. Mm-hmm terrifying fear i imagine like i'm I'm facing facing your own death i mean people a lot of people i imagine were facing their own death Mm -hmm. maybe they didn't die but i know a lot of them did right Mm -hmm. um that alone right there is what i would call charging an environment over many years Mm -hmm. and yeah i mean again we're (laughs)
1: Well, now we you all have, know how this
0: works. This is all theory. Yeah, <laughs> night, of course. It's fun to talk about. Go ahead, but now
1: Amy. you have. Oh, it is. Now yeah. you have a new crop of people that have been going there now for 17 plus years yeah, yeah. with yeah. a different intention. Of mm-hmm. to keep to contact this energy and it, whether it's an intelligent thing or just something that's there and yeah. it's fascinating to explore and participate in.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: Who knows if that hasn't elevated things to a certain level? I mm-hmm. I know the scene on Ghost Hunters that made things famous was it the red like a ball that would that I moved yeah. down the hallway? Are you guys do you guys remember that Tanya Nally? Yes. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. And <laughs> so- is that still something that when people come to? come to the hospital, do they still love to do that test?
3: They do. Um, But we also, you know, we have to, you know, inform them that when they see the ball move, you need to check and see if there's an air movement also, right. Right. Um, You know, and we always tell them, we don't want to burst your bubble, but you know, you have to look at the whole picture because it's an open building and you have a ball sitting here, and if it starts moving yeah. you know is there air coming from there, one of the directions yeah exactly. um, and some of them will light a uh, light a lighter to see if it flickers um to see if there is wind movement um but there's been times you know i will walk through the building and i'll see a ball in one area and then i come back through and it's in another area the same ball So it's like, okay, how'd you get there? (laughs) (laughs) Because you were over here when I came through. Um we've seen balls actually move by itself. Oh yeah. Um, you know, in a in a part of the building that there was no air movement. And you just watched it come out of one room and curve into another, and you're like,
4: holy (laughs) cow.
0: (laughs) Which is trippy in and of itself but we also i mean there's i'm just thinking off the top of my head here too uh gravity is another thing well yeah i mean and i know and that there's and, a, and again, i'm not and tanya i'm not i'm you know i'm not saying anything uh, bad against that but no there is there is gravity though too and i know some of those i mean just from going through this some of those floors are a little uneven see right? and that's where yes, it so would good. be yeah.
1: awesome having that constant access to it well to that's be the, like, yeah then to, today i'm going to measure floors. <laughs> Right. (laughs)
2: And, and, and it does, you're right. It helps because we, you know, we can know that the elevation is different over here than it is over here. And,
1: Mm -hmm. you know,
2: you can limit your experiments because you know you've got some access to the details. Right.
1: So are there parts of the building that you feel are more paranormally active than other parts?
2: We get that question all the time. I,
3: I mean, there are some floors that I like better than others, but actually since I'm there every day, um, there's activity on every floor,
4: <laughs>
3: you know, you go walking through and it'd be a floor that, you know, you don't get much on or something. And then all of a sudden that day it is so active. You're like, okay, uh, do I want to stay here or do I want to go back in the yeah. other part of the building? Um, but I think, you know, the third floor, I love the third floor. Mm-hmm. I think Allie does too. That's my favorite. Um, lots of activity at one time on there for us. So is our favorite floor. Mm -hmm. Um, but everybody has their favorite floor. Uh a lot of people like
2: the fourth floor. So um and conversely to that, um, you know, everybody, you know, oh, let me see the body shoot. Let me see the body shoot. Everybody's gonna see the body shoot. Yeah. For me, I have really had very limited experiences in the body shoot. Now, there are people that have had experiences in there, but for me, um, not so much. So, you know, it's other parts of the building that, um, you know, I've had more experiences in. And also people think, you know, that they have to come at night to experience something. Oh, no. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> no, no. I've heard, I've had audible voices uh, during the historical tours uh, on the day daytime walks, uh, you know, things like that. So it's really just about paying attention more than anything.
1: Yeah, I don't think you have to just be a ghost hunter at night to find interesting no. things. Uh definitely not. That's just kind of part of our supernatural, I think, pop culture. Uh, yeah. And of course it's just cooler, you know, to do stuff at night when it comes to ghostly stuff. I oh, wanna sure. I wanna backtrack a minute. Can you tell listeners what the body shoot
0: is? I was gonna say, you, you said body shoot. I know I know antlers are popping up all over the places <laughs> <compared laughs> listening to this right now. So yeah, you um, need to explain what the body shoot is now. Yeah.
2: Okay. So I just assume everybody knows, right? Um okay, so <laughs> The body chute is a really crude name um, for a 600-foot tunnel uh, that was, it was actually built first. So it's a little older than the building by maybe a year and a half, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Um, But it was originally built to make it an easy way for supplies to come up the hill from the railroad tracks at the bottom of the hill. Mm -hmm. So they just cut a hole in the hill and put a tunnel in it. Mm -hmm. And that was the original purpose. Um, But once the building was built and the pandemic became so intense and they were losing so many people, um, one of the uh, biographies that I've read from a doctor, he said they, somewhere around early 30s, so the building hadn't been opened that long. Uh, they converted the supply tunnel into uh, a vehicle, that's what he called it, a vehicle for um, the recently deceased to be returned to their family, mm um, in a dignified and covered manner. So the patients did not have to see all the hearses coming up the hill. Yeah. So if you can imagine sitting on, you know, the solarium, taking your fresh air treatment and you see, you know, 10 or 20 hearses coming up the hill to pick up people that have passed on, it's going to really crash your morale. Yeah. I was going to say,
0: that's going to be very good for morale up there. Yeah, Yeah, definitely
2: not. So, you know, they converted the supply tunnel into this vehicle, um, and our generation has so aptly named it, the body shoot. So,
0: <laughs> I'm surprised yeah. people are still going with body shoot with today's vernacular. Um, I, yeah, can, I know, right? Uh, yeah, no, it's it's still, it's, still it still, still sticks. It's and still, we have
3: yeah. people They say body shoot. Is it like, you know, when you're old house and you just drop people through this hole and they go, <laughs> you got like a laundry
1: shoot? i yeah. like, oh, no. <laughs> like a big slide, woo! Yeah. <laughs> there they
2: go. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, I, uh, yeah. I mean, I look, I,
2: you like, know, but this just, thing's yeah. at a, it's at a 45 degree angle almost yeah. and it's 600 feet down. So my if you God. start sliding, you're not gonna stop. No, I wouldn't recommend it. Hmm. Yeah,
0: yeah, I was gonna say, I mean, it'd be interesting to try, uh, you know, in my present form, But but, but I mean, it might hurt. hurt. Yeah, I'm not built the same way I was 20 years ago, and things tend to break and bend a little more than they used to. So, yeah, yeah, no, no, yeah, no. Yeah, I get that. No. not happening. This is
1: a little random, but I was, you know, when I was looking up some stuff about Waverly, I was reminded of what it almost was. Before it became, you know, this, Mm. this awesome paranormal place Mm -hmm. for people to explore Mm in 1996, this Mm -hmm. guy, Robert, uh, Robert something bought it and was going to install, wait for it. The yeah. world's tallest Jesus statue. <laughs> like seriously, and he wanted yeah. it to look like that statue in Rio de Janeiro that you see, you know yeah. that. Yeah. Okay, and it was supposed to be 150 feet tall, 150 feet wide, and we he's just going to put it on top of the building. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. going to be on top yeah. of the building, just overlooking, wow. like Louisville. They sh- yeah. they would have been cool if they had like neat like laser eyes.
3: And did like a <laughs> laser show.
1: <laughs> That'd be but anyway, yeah, that, that, that would be just, scary. Just playing
0: pink, just playing Pink Floyd on on repeat over and over and over again. Yeah. Anyway. Oh my.
1: I'm glad, I'm glad his funding fell through. Yeah. Because, and we'll tell you how much it felt fell through. He needed like eight million. Yeah. He only raised three thousand. Okay. That's oh, wow. that is how uncool.
0: And this is way before the days of the Kickstarter giant Jesus, and GoFundMe yeah, and yeah, all that exactly. stuff. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So
1: yeah. It was can't, the idea was canceled in 1997. Oh, darn. Yeah. Uh, I'm kind (laughs) of glad about that. Although, you know, my idea for the Jesus laser eyes, I don't know, guys.
0: That may may have played it over. That may have played (laughs) it over.
1: We should write that down so we can use it. for Yeah. And I think I I might need to make a (laughs) (laughs) t-shirt. There you go. (laughs) Um, Anyway. And so I'm just happy that it turned into what it is now and that it has been saved and not something that's been demolished. Can you tell people how they can get involved and what kind of tours are available and all that good stuff? Because we're getting into the spooky season. People want to get out there and explore.
0: Especially now.
3: (laughs) Yeah. We have um privates, um, eight hour privates mm-hmm. um that are, go through Sunday through Thursday.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: Um they come in at like eight in the evening and they leave at four in the morning. Um they're semi-guided. Um what happens is you come in? They'll ask if you want um a walkthrough, as we call it, um, for the hot spots. And then they go like to the gift shop, and then the rest of the night is theirs to roam the building all by themselves, with no interruptions unless they want one of our hosts to help them. Um, We also have a six-hour that they do on Fridays and Saturdays, um, and it's like midnight to six a.m. It's a little different. Um, They get a guided tour if they want. Um, Then they're let through the building and for the public. So what happens is our host will say, okay, meet me at, uh, two and four or something like that. We're going to do experiments and you can join us if you want. Um, so that's a lot of fun as well. Then on Fridays and Saturdays, we have like eight, nine, and 10 o'clock two hour paranormal tours that are guided. Um, so they come in and they get it. one of our hosts will, uh, go through, give a little history, do paranormal, um we do have historical tours that are on sunday that is strictly historical um and we do have a few daytime tours that we've started up as well that's um historical on during the week so um you know we can set those up for people
1: i think that's cool that there's just some straight historical tours because you know there's always going to be a few people out there that are like i'm interested in that building but not that ghost stuff and right. so those people with that voice can go right. on those tours <laughs> yes <laughs> absolutely absolutely
3: and some of them when they come in um they'll come around and say something to us and they're like this just happened to me <laughs> and it's funny how they say it to you because you look at their face and you can tell something truly happened to oh, them Yeah. and they're like can we come back
1: <laughs> and we're I'm like for sure, sure. <laughs> i'm sure that that places like that have hooked a few people that were non-believers
2: oh yeah yes. we've had people come in and be like yeah that's all great and everything and then they come out and they go and they've gone on google even and said i went in guys i'm telling you i thought it was bunk and i came out because this is what happened to me and <laughs> you know so yeah they go in a non-believer and they come out a believer well i want to so, i want st- to didn't have anything to do with that yeah
0: so. and i want to stress that too and i and that's obviously why you have the historical tours is Again, there's a supernatural aspect I know is fascinating. It fascinates all of us here. Uh, mm-hmm. But I think almost equally as fascinating is the history of the building. The building itself, the yes, fact that you can yes. be inside this building and walk around this structure, and even going back to what we were saying before about just you know how, how true the building still is, that stuff all still fascinates me just as much as the supernatural stuff. So that's a big part, I think, of these tours also, is just being able to experience the building.
2: Yes, I totally agreed. And, you know, just the the things and the way
0: they did things
2: back then and how it's changed and and morphed into, you know, over the years and how they would, you know, try something different. And they renumbered the rooms, you know, every so often. And, you know, they tried co-ed and that didn't work. So then they switched it to, you know, gender flooring and, you know, and then they tried you know, all these things and, yeah. you know, just the the culture back then and, you know, versus what it is now. And yeah. it's just, it, it really, really is um, fascinating, honestly.
0: What do you guys have? A, I mean, and Amber mentioned this a second ago, uh, we are piercing into our favorite time of the year here. Uh, do you guys have any plans coming up at Waver Hill, Wa- Waverly, Waverly Hills Sanatorium? <laughs>
2: <laughs> we do have some special fall fundraisers coming up. Cool. Um, I'm not going to... Um, Uh, uh, let's see, I'm not going to pull out the surprise. So all I'm going to say is be watching Facebook, be watching our website because the announcement should be coming any day now. And I think everybody's going to be happy. Cool.
1: Outstanding. Well, as soon as we see that, we'll share it too. Mm -hmm. And we
0: might, you know, I, and this is going to be, I want to go. Uh, I, I you should. <laughs> we're not that
1: far away. I know you guys Aren't really. Louisville dude, is six not hours, that
0: bad. six and a half hours from yeah. where we're at. It's yeah, uh,
3: yeah. We may have... come because Amber, um, this is kind of something up your alley here. Um, I had someone reach out to me, and we have inquired over two thousand and some books, original books that were at Waverly. <gasps> Um oh when you know, and it has uh the stamp of waverly oh, in it. Crap. It has um the card in the back of it with patients' names and room numbers oh, wow. and dates. Yeah. And we have them in a temperature controlled room because not we don't let anybody just go in there. Yeah. Um, but it's amazing that we've you know, how we did have, you
1: guys find those? Who had them?
3: Um a lady reached out to me. It belonged to some uh like non family member that she'd been with her family for years. Um, so she's gonna come and give me the whole story about it. Um, and we're gonna uh, give her a tour for it. Um, but there's a lot of history. So her and I are gonna sit down and, and talk about exactly how it came about that they got these books.
1: How cool is that? So, th- you know, the, those books, they, they could check them out just like out of like a regular library, Had uh-huh. the little card, write your name on it, that you were the yeah. borrower, like, yeah. and then you have the patient's name there, just in case like, because yes. how, how are, Historically, were the did they keep, are there records still in existence about the patients who were there? So wow. wish
4: there
2: was, um, you know, occasionally we will get um, like a family member that will know a room number that their family member was in, Okay, um, but most of the records have been destroyed because, you know, everything was kept in those really cool little medical journal books and one got full, they would stick it in a records room and they would start a new one. And when the building shut down all the records got lost
3: oh Oh, boy yeah it was very
4: sad
1: and and uh was there a particular place that people were buried if um you know people that passed away while at the hospital did they did the hospital have burial grounds or did they go elsewhere in louisville
2: everyone left the hill
1: Okay, so, you
2: know, whether they were claimed by the city or a family member, they did not stay there.
1: Okay, And obviously, as you said, people came from all over the country. So some of these bodies might have had to have traveled to get back to home. Mm -hmm. uh, Yeah, well, they they had to
2: have. Yeah, they had to have a Louisville address. Um, so whether they were staying with a family member or okay. what have you, okay. they had to have a residential connection here. Oh,
1: okay. So you so, could just be living in California and be like, I must mm-hmm. simply stay at Waverly mm-hmm. for my right? diagnosis. Yeah. And, <laughs> you
2: know, and, and as the waiting list got longer and longer, they had to have a like a proof that you had been here
1: a
0: year or longer before okay. they okay. Oh, oh. That's,
1: that's fascinating. Resident yeah. thing.
0: Huh. Okay. Cool. So we want to talk to you guys. I uh, I know Amber put Amber put this in our notes and I don't know if you guys ever heard uh, this this uh, hilarity or not. It is on. Okay. Um, uh, well, no, you go. You go. I'm getting
1: and, excited. I'm only,
0: and I'm only talking I only <laughs> wanted to talk to you guys about this cuz we know you guys, right? And you know and it's now was it 2007? Uh-huh. I think that's what she put August on August 11th. August oh, And yeah. it's
1: actually on their so, Wikipedia page. So
0: you actually looked it back. Yeah. You looked back yeah. at the actual that's date how I got August the date. 11th, 2007 yeah. So we were there. So you guys know we used to have on the show, and maybe you guys don't remember. We used to have Dave Brockie from the Banguar on the show here and there. I don't know if oh, you guys remember uh-huh. that. Or not. Yeah, I mean, we may have talked about it. He just became a friend of our of our show. I have no idea how. I, I just know. I remember he I listened well, I do. while he
1: went on tour. I think. Well, no,
0: I no, I emailed him one time. I emailed him one times. I found I squeaked his email from somewhere. <laughs> so <laughs> so I sent him an email and said, "Hey, I do this goofy show. You know, we're just just." You know, at the time, like, you know, Internet radio show wasn't a podcast. Uh, and we do this and, you know, we're fascinated with your guys' band. You're right up our alley and you guys are such a bunch of weirdos. You're perfect for us because, you know, <laughs> would you guys want to would you want to come talk to us? You know, Dave. And he's like, oh, yeah, I'd love to. I'm Like, wow, well, that was easy. It's usually a lot harder yeah. than that. Um, mm-hmm. Long story short. Yeah. He became a regular on the show and he to the point where he would start emailing us. Saying, hey, man, there's these. I, we were just in Paris. We were touring for, uh, Europe, and we yeah. hit Paris. Went to the catacombs. I want to tell you about the catacombs. So, uh, And I'm going to keep this. Like I said, we're doing the seven-inch version, yeah. not the double vinyl version. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, like, he sent us an email and said, hey, the last stop we're doing, because they used to do this thing called Sounds of the Underground. It was a bunch of metal bands that would play this tour. Yeah. It was like 10 bands that played throughout the day. And Guar was the headliner.
1: Yeah. At?
0: And Waverly Hills yeah he's like yeah. we our last date is gonna be at Waverly Hills you know we have a chance to go look at the building yeah. go inside the building and walk around um yeah
1: they were trying to get a tour
0: I need professionals down here guys so I need <laughs> you guys are professionals I need professionals yeah. down here so I'm gonna give <laughs> you guys free passes to the show whatever you want as long as you guys can come with me because I want to walk around this building and we're like, well, we're not pros, but shit, yeah, we'll take those free tickets yeah.
1: <laughs> so, and walk around with Guar. Yeah, and you know, and right, I didn't. Right.
0: We didn't know it was going to turn to the day it turned into. We got there, and man, mm. it was hot. Oh, it
1: was not good. It was bad. I heard how bad it
0: was. It was, it was. It was hot. and it
1: clearly was an experimental thing. Now wait. So to have before we go any there. further,
0: you guys remember this? Am I? This particular show. You guys, do you guys remember this at all?
2: I remember yeah. that it happened. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah um so we i remember we got that we got there i mean and we didn't know because like, some of these things can fall sideways so we, we drove down there and got a hotel room the night before on a on a wing and a prayer basically we had no idea what was, what was going to happen uh next morning we shot over there uh i got on the phone with dave because we didn't know what was it was it, there was a lot it was quite chaotic let's just leave it at that <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um people were everywhere and i ended up calling i had dave's phone number so i called him and said hey man I'm sorry to bother you. I know you're busy, but I'm wondering what we need. Oh, yeah, just go to the, the front table there. Give them your names. Your names are there. You're good. Just no problem. So yeah.
1: Well, we, we got them. I we mean, got, we yeah. got in.
0: Yeah, he gave it. He, well, we didn't know what we had, though.
1: Yeah, yeah. So we sat there suffering. We sat there suffering, like, like melting. In the heat, waiting I mean, in a long yeah. line to get water. And then little did we know that the tickets we had just got us straight to backstage. Well, they were
0: all access passes. Oh, yeah.
1: With, hey, wow. Yeah, with tents and yeah. water and hamburgers and food.
0: Yeah. Anything we wanted. And, like, so, yeah. And of wow. course, you know how much of a couple of nerds we are for heavy music, right? So, right. Yeah, we're, we're like, we we walk up there with. I'm like, wonder if these things work. Yeah. So, I just walked up there, and there's this guy, typical guy, standing there with his arms crossed, sunglasses on at the gate. And I'm like, hey, what does this purple thing He's do? Like, He's like, come, on, come in. on in. We're like, yeah. All right. What? Sweet. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, yeah, we we got to the tent that Amber was talking about. And we're like, oh, there's food. There's Gatorade. There's one. Oh, yeah. my God. This is great. And
1: then we got a hold of Dave Brocky, who said, uh, I'm on this kind of I'm on this were, bus, others, blah, blah 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 and it's like right next Yeah, he's staring
0: I'm staring at the bus as he's telling me that. So yeah. I'm like, "Hey Dave, look out the back window." So
1: then we got some AC- Yeah, we got some yeah. much needed AC on his
0: bus. Yeah, we were going go on their bus We had up.
1: a beer which I probably did not need. Yeah. Because <laughs> But I was, you're on a, you're on
0: a rock band's bus. It's I know. scripture. You got to have a beer. But so I was it, already
1: right. so dehydrated probably from the heat.
0: Yeah, Amber had a rough day that day. That's a whole other story. Oh yeah. Uh
1: mm-hmm.
0: but long story short, we did go hop on the the golf carts yep. and drive down there. And yep. us and the entire band yep, walk through the building. Yep. Nice. One thing I do want to point out, which I think is, you know, and, and of course we get there and Dave's like, so what do we do, man? What do we do? I'm like, <laughs> Well you got that camera in your hand, start shooting pictures. <laughs> <You know? laughs> were
1: they trying to do EVP or anything? Were they, they were. They yeah.
0: Um Todd Evans, the the old bass player of the band, um, actually had a he had a I remember he had a digital recorder. He's like, Hey, I heard if you you know, you try to pick up sounds. I'm like, Yeah, EVP. So they we were we were trying stuff with that and he was recording. But I remember we got to the very top of the building and it was still scorching outside, but we're on it, the top of the building is still exposed, I assume, right? The very top of the building, like if I remember this yeah. correctly, it's still like, yeah, it's exposed up there, right? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. we got up there and we were looking around, and I looked over the side of the building, the ledge, and there's like still a line of kids waiting metal to get metalheads metal waiting to get yeah. into the show, right? <laughs> and Dave standing there, Dave Brocky, I look at Dave, and I'm like, Hey man, I'm gonna do something I've always wanted to do. Do you mind? He's like, well, "What are you talking about?" And I just kind of leaned over. I was like, "Hell yeah!" Ah! I start screaming over the edge as loud as I can, and of course, the crowd just goes. <laughs>
1: Little do they know, Dave Brockie's yeah, wearing and down and Dave, at him. there's
0: Dave standing there next to me, jumping up and down, laughing for, too. For right? anybody
1: that doesn't know, Guar Guar wore these and wears still these outlandish costumes. So most people, I think, a lot
0: of our listening audience knows who they do. But, you're but right. there's yeah. always
1: someone, and they so a lot of people don't even know what they look like. Just because And, of the and that's what makes it easy oh, to run gosh, with them. Yeah, yeah, a lot
0: of people don't know what they look like. Yeah, you know, in real. So yeah, that's why we were able to hop on a golf cart and yeah. like, cut and through yeah, the crowd, you know, and nobody like, bothered we're us. We're
1: passing so. fans with Guar shirts, and they're like, oh, yeah. "Who's that?
0: Who's that? Who? Exactly?
1: <laughs> you're, you're not a true fan."
0: <laughs> but we had it was a really you know that we I you know and I and to be honest that experience with those guys, yeah, our adrenaline was so was tuned up. We we probably weren't as focused on supernatural no. research as no. we should have been <laughs> but but it was a really 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 great experience and i and i i don't know if we ever told you guys that story but it was one of the funnest days i think we've ever had and yeah. it was you know it was at because of, it was at waverly it was one of the most wonderful experiences we've ever and had it wasn't was a great
1: place to hold a concert and they never did it again yes yeah. that's okay <laughs> yeah, that's they tried it was an <laughs> experiment it was okay it, exactly
0: it was, an experiment. <laughs> it, it was um Towards the end of that day, I remember we were just, I mean, the exhaustion that we all had from the heat, even being backstage like we were, it was still hot outside. Um, Right. But just trying to get out of there, it was like the and whole thing was insane. And then Bonnie
1: biffed it at the very end. Of
0: course, but you guys know Bonnie, of course, and Bonnie can oh, never yeah. go anywhere without falling somewhere. And yeah, she of course yeah. didn't disappoint us and biffed it on the trailway going down, going down the hill. Yeah. So <laughs> oh, shoot.
4: yeah. It, it
0: was it, it was a glorious day, and I want I, I we put that in our notes because we wanted to talk, we just yeah. tell you guys about because we thought it was absolutely hilarious, and we know you guys could appreciate it.
1: So it's funny, we oh, like yeah, all absolutely. all in this conversation, how many weird little moments everyone's had at Waverly, like other than just going there collectively to ghost hunt you guys met there you got married there scott yeah. and i toured guar like giddy little kids well um yeah. you know and then we went back another time and we did like a night one of the nighttime tours. some I lady who that was with in, in the
0: parking lot at waverly hills sorry i'm not trying to usurp all this but this is this is a super in, interesting one too um we came there i don't remember what which, which one it was but we came there to to for a tour for an a whole an all nighter basically and I pulled in the parking lot and got out and I was talking with I think Todd from Nightwatch was there
1: it was it was Todd a t- yeah, yeah yeah super yeah.
0: cool dude I haven't talked to him in forever yeah. uh, he was there so I think we were all talking in the parking lot and this lady I never met walked up to me and said hey. I listen to ghostly talk. I'm like, oh, wow, rad. That's cool. You're the only one. (laughs) Congratulations. (laughs) Um, She's like, well, no, I know you love that book. You always talk about that book by Larry Kettle camp called haunted houses. And how it was your first book that got you into the paranormal. I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that book. And she's like, well here. And she pulls a copy of it out for me. She's like, I know that you said the copy you have is pretty beat up. I have a brand new one. It's been in my collection for years. It's yours. Mm-hmm. Please. I just want to give it to you. Thanks for thanks for the show. Oh, I'm like, and I was wow. right in the parking lot at Waverly Hills. It kind of melted my heart. I was like, wow. Mm-hmm. That's like
2: That kind of stuff happens, man. It's a real thing.
0: Yeah, yeah. And I still have it. I'll never get rid of that book. Blew my mind. And when I see that book, it makes me think of Waverly Hills also to be. A, nice. just, so yeah. Waverly I, Hills just brings us together. <laughs> there, yes, it does. <laughs> <laughs> there. It's amazing. Where can we find all the stuff on Waverly Hills. Where can we find all the stuff on you guys too, as far as, uh, you know, the social media stuff and where can we find more information on Waverly Hills if we may?
2: Well, our main website is Mm therealwaverlyhills.com and our Facebook page is just Waverly Hills Sanitarium and it's marked, now there's a whole lot of Waverly Hills Facebook pages out there. um, So I recommend that you go to our website first. Yeah. And then connect to Facebook from there. Um, the way to tell that you're on the right one is because it's the only one on Facebook that talks about that it's a landmark, a historical landmark.
0: A lot. Okay. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Okay. Uh, one thing, I, it's interesting you point that out. It makes me think that's a, that raises an interesting point because a lot of you know the social media and obviously given the name, the real Waverly Hills Mm-hmm. There are, I know there's tons of, when it comes to social media, you know, whether it's Instagram or Facebook or, or TikTok or Whip or. <laughs> yeah. I can't keep up anymore,
2: and well, we're on all of those too. By the way, yeah. So.
0: But it, you know, I I keep telling people that the internet is gonna it's gonna change again, and I'm already seeing it. And like you guys just kind of just drove that point home for me that people are actually having their own footprints again on the internet. For the la for no- a number of years, it was all social media. Like people just thought, well, I can just get a social media page, and that's it. That's, yeah. that's my website. Yeah, right, but no.
1: you still got to have a website. But that that that's yeah. a
0: lot. That's a lot of miss.
1: That's your corner. You're at the wrong
0: site, yeah. right? It, yeah. yeah. You have to go to the yeah. actual website. And then, yeah, a lot of the actual websites are just portal sites to your social media, but it's the actual real social media site that you have to go exactly. to. Exactly. Yeah. So, super important. Yeah. That. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you guys off on that. No, but... no.
2: It's, it's a very true statement because it, there is so, so many Facebook pages out there that, you know, you think you're on the right one and it's not the actual um, Waverly Hills
0: yeah. site. Exactly. Yeah so yeah. yeah the real real com. that I screw that up
2: the, no You're not right,
0: you said it right. I, I got the memory we'll of the goldfish all that linked I have the memory of a goldfish site. anymore so I got yeah
1: we'll go. have it linked <laughs> on all of our yeah. sites all that good stuff and yeah. so get out there yeah, check, check out. out the site check out the tours if we you may be going area. down there
0: we have to have an executive meeting on right
1: this. and if you want to go uh it's worth it you heard us tonight we have all these crazy good fun stories yeah. I know I've never personally I don't think I had one paranormal experience there mm-hmm. but i had cool experiences there just because i'm that history nerd i i love being in these old buildings yeah obviously the uh the concert was a totally different type of event but that still created its own i think our memory. problem
0: is we're always there with friends that we haven't seen in a while I know, so, so, we're so we're excited like, no, 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 no. you know yeah we're sitting there gabbing away, <laughs> right so we gotta get focused tanya ali thank you guys so much i mean that this has been so cool talking to you guys again and we have to keep doing this <laughs> we gotta make this a regular thing right you know, I, I mean great we totally need to do that thank you again for being on the show appreciate it guys yeah, oh, thank, thank you, you for you. having it's me. good to talk to you
4: Ghostly talk. Oh. Oh. Oh.